0: take my eyes off. I'm going to preach now. Lucas Lucas gave us permission if you want to bring a word or you want to preach. So I don't know what Mervis had planned, but I'm just going to share something. Um, So just please bear with me. I'm going to have to take my eyes off as well. I've just... this two Sundays ago or three Sundays ago when Wall preached in the field, the word that he brought. And I've just, since then, I've been making notes just for, for myself. So I just want to give you guys some context. I won't be long. Yeah. And I titled it, All I Can Do Is Hope. And just to give you context, um, Uncle Wall spoke about the Jewish problem, the Day of Atonement. Yom Kippur, where there's no temple now. And because there's no temple, no sacrifice, therefore no shedding of blood. And he called it the the Jewish problem. And he mentioned a a lady, a Jewish lady that he gave a lift to in Seapoint. And he then sort of got took the opportunity to ask about this Jewish problem. And long story short when she got out of his car with her bags, the shopping bags, she left with these words in his, as an answer to his question, what do you guys do now? What do the Jews do now? No temple, no sacrifice, therefore no shedding of blood. And she said, all I can do is hope. And that's, that's quite a, a statement. But the question is, If you say, all I can do is hope, where's your hope placed? In what is your hope? I actually felt sad when I heard that. And then yesterday, like Virginia mentioned, we went to the snow. It was a spur-of-the-moment thing. When we got to the start of service, it was bumper-to-bumper traffic. It was chaotic. We spent an hour in that pass just to get into service. And while I was sitting in the car, I was hoping, thinking, is there going to be enough snow? Hoping, are we going to get there in time? Because there were cars coming back already with snowmen on their bonnet. And doubts start to creep in. Should we turn back? There were one or two cars that actually turned back. Is it even going to be worth it? And then, no, we are here now. We took the decision. And we're going to sit in this traffic. We're going to suffer the consequences because we know what's at the end. We made the decision. We were all in. No turning back now. And it led me back to that word. Merva said at the start of worship, all of our love, all of our heart. And then in Psalms 31 verse 24, the Lord led me to be strong and take heart. All you who hope in the Lord. So where is our hope? It then led me to our old song as well. I'm not going to sing it like Virginia did. I'm just going to read the words. My life is in you, Lord. My strength is in you, Lord. My hope is in you, Lord. In you, it's in you. I will praise you with all of my heart. I will praise you with all of my strength. With all of my life and all of my strength, all of my hope is in you. So let us be all in, totally committed, whether it's worship, whatever. We know, the like my journey to service, there's going to be struggles, but don't turn around. Don't have doubts, because at the end, we know what's at the end. Victory is at the end. So to answer that Jewish lady, yes, we can hope, but in what easier hope? Thank you.
1: I always get so nervous coming up here. Yeah. <laughs> um, but just to add on to what Alan said, last night I was spending time with the Lord as well, um, and this thing of hope came up, hope, hope, hope. Um, and for a long time, I was sitting there and I was like, Lord, what am I going to say? I was like, I know you wanted to say something today, but I was like, what do you want to say? Um, and Alan, you said it quite beautifully. Um, you know, he said that they were sitting in the traffic, that's kind of like our time on earth, and we are waiting um, you know to enter heaven and and live our eternal lives um, And I think we lose our hope and we forget that what's to come is so much greater than what we have now um, And this is just a, a small moment in time here on earth um, And what's to come is eternal and last forever type of thing um, So I think it's just to keep that mindset to know that no matter what we're facing now um, It's going to be nothing like that in heaven. It's going to be amazing um So, yeah, and another thing I felt, um, last night was just, you know, God is so good and He's so faithful to meet us, um, right where we are every time and He wants to radically transform each and every one of us, but He can't if we're not vulnerable. Um, it was a thing that I was sitting with last night as well, I was like, He can do that and He will do that. We should never be the same after we encounter the Holy Spirit and we spend time with God. Um, and if you're not, it's because you're not being vulnerable or you're not being real. Um, yeah, he doesn't want perfect; he just wants real uh, and honest. So yeah, my encouragement is that as you guys go into your week and uh, yeah, the rest of our service, that we would be vulnerable in His presence, not a, not shy, not ashamed of what I think the next person next to me is thinking or, or anything like that, but just being bold in His presence. Um, and also, uh, it, it says in Romans as well that He, uh, you know, He grants us hope. You know, the Holy Spirit comes and He fills us with hope. So, can I just pray quickly? Um, Lord, thank you that we get to be here this morning. Thank you, Jesus, that this is all because of you. We give you all the honor, all the glory, and all the praise. I just pray this morning, Holy Spirit, that you're, some of us that lack hope, Lord, um, I just pray that you would come in, that you would fill us with your supernatural hope this morning, Lord. Hope uh, in your word, Um in your faithfulness, Lord, as we go into this week, Lord, would we not look at our circumstances, the things around us, Lord, but would we look at your word, Lord? Would you draw us near to who you are, Lord? Would each and every one of us have a fresh revelation of just how good you are, Lord? Um, and I really just pray that you grant each and every one of us hope and, uh, and peace as we continue in this journey, Lord. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen.
2: I think I can. I can just how the Lord is packing this morning together is is quite beautiful, and um, I do feel like there's a deposit of hope. God wants to, He wants to give us the gift of hope this morning. In us surrendering burdens and receiving like children. Um, it's amazing that picture of Krichu, with the little kids on the tricycles. You know, I would like to see some of you on tricycles though. The little kids on tricycles laughing. You know, when you laugh out of your stomach and you're struggling to breathe. That joy. It comes effortless to children, doesn't it? I've got still little kids, you know. So yesterday we were playing outside with tennis balls and rackets. And joy comes so easily. There's no burdens that they carry because they've got a dad that looks after them. They have no worry in the world. And the invitation this morning is simple. You can have the same. You can trust this father with your life. You can surrender the worry and the anxiety. And you can trust him with your life. You can get back on the tricycle. And I think for some of us, we've, we've, In the context of ministry, we actually meet few people that truly has joy. Truly, truly has joy on the inside. And In it, it's like when you get flu and your throat gets sore, it's a symptom that something is coming. And so is it with the soul. When you find yourself without joy, it's just a symptom that the soul is Sick. sick and the joy of the lord is our strength you know it's not the joy found in doing what we like or it's not the joy found in watching a movie that makes us laugh or a joke that's spoken over the table with a meal with some friends it's his joy that strengthens us and i pray that you would receive that gift today it's like a little child would receive a gift you know Ask and you shall receive. You know, uh, for, many, for many years I was the voice saying, you know, Don't just come to God to ask for stuff. But prayer is simply asking. And being a father, I understand the joy. That's what children do. They ask. Is there any parents in here? Am I right? <laughs> children ask. But, but there's a joy in that. Would you come to your father this morning and ask him to give you that gift and receive it? Receive it. We've got to come to a close. and um, I want to leave you guys with this thought. This morning I was busy preparing my heart to come. I was up early. And uh, I caught myself while sitting with the Lord. I caught myself thinking of all the things I need to do. You know, not only the people I need to see, but the, but the, but the good things, the spiritual things, the good disciplines. I was, I caught myself thinking I should pray more. I should read a little bit more Bible. You know, I should serve a little bit more. Uh, there's, there's a lot more that I can do and a lot more that I can give. And, and in the midst of me thinking that I heard the father interrupting me. And he said to me, the most important thing you need to do more is simply be with me and allowing me to love you. To love you. We're really good at loving Him. I'm not so sure if we're always good at him. just simply receiving love from the Father. Last week was such a reminder again. I was ministering there in the city and we started singing a song. We just struggled to break through in worship, and we just couldn't find that, you know, that that sweet spot, that river. And so I'm singing, but praying. I said, "Lord, help me. Just give me something that can crack this hard shell over their hearts." And uh, and this little phrase came to mind, and I, we started singing, um, "My father's eyes are full of love, and there's no disappointment there." And when I sang that line, there's no disappointment there. It just cracked the heart. Because the room was full of young people that's really trying to serve the Lord without the context of them being loved fully and perfectly. And you can rest in the, today in this, that you have a father that loves you so much. Why did God make you? Do you know? He made you because He wanted you. Made you because He wanted you. Beloved, listen, you were born for intimacy. That's your purpose in life, is to know Him and be known by Him. It's to love Him and be loved by Him. And so many times that's the thing we neglect most. So, it's okay to sometimes just receive the Father's embrace and the Father's love. Amen? Yes. Dan, I'm going to ask you to, to end with a thought and a prayer first.
3: So,. During the service this morning, um, it just struck me how God beautifully understates things and yet he is so much more we started this morning about the the idea of extravagance extravagance is the more than enough right it 's the going the extra mile and you know in in Genesis where it talks about it talks about uh, creation and um, And it says that God created these things. He said he looked at it and it was good. Now, I don't know about you, but when I read that and it says, and it was good, I sometimes kind of understand that as in, yeah, it was good. But in actual fact, I don't think that's what the word good means. I think God looked at it and it was good. It was really good. It was good like God's perfect standard good, like good, like mind-blowingly good. And you know, it's funny, I noticed we've got this little bird thing here. And these birds flitting in and out and pooping on the worship team, which really, really amused me. And you know what, I don't know about you, but I see in birds, it was almost like when God made the birds. It's like he designed the birds for form, like they're going to fly and they're going to look like this. And then it's like God got his paintbrush. And said, they're good, but now I'm going to be extravagant. I'm going to actually start painting them with colors. Renee's favorite bird is something called the lilac-breasted roller. It's an incredible bird, South African bird. And when you see it, it actually gives you joy to see it. You know, like you were smiling when Virginia was singing that song earlier, even though your mask was on. I know you were all smiling. When you see a lilac-breasted roller, you smile because it shows you the extravagance of God. This is good. This is the good like God intends. And it just strikes me, you know, Lucas, uh, sorry, Merv was saying like how joy is a gift that's given by God. It's his extravagance to us. I think we need to understand what God's extravagance is. I know I don't always get what God's extravagance is. God's extravagance is to take the thing that I regard as the norm and just Make it so much more. So I want to encourage you this morning. Look for God's extravagance in what we might think is the ordinary. Look for God's extravagance. Because he wants to pour himself extravagantly over us by his spirit. And then see with the spirit, not in the physical. I love what Norsi shared earlier about, you know, seeing with God's eyes. I want us to do that. You know, in your quiet times in the morning when you open the Word, don't just see the story there. See the extravagance of God in the Spirit. See where he wants to take us to. And I think in those quiet times, if you see God's extravagance in there, you're going to be so fired up that you're going to see so much more. I want to be excited about God. How am I going to see God's joy if I don't see his extravagance? Can I just pray for us? Lord, we thank you that you are so extravagant, that you gave more than enough. Lord, you gave your only Son to be poured out for us so that we can experience that love, that extravagance, Lord. I just pray that in those quiet times when we quiet our hearts, when we see what you've poured out for us, Lord, that we would just catch some of the joy of the Spirit in us and we would overflow back to you. Lord, as we see the world around us, that we would just pour out to those around us, that they would see the joy in us, and that those around us would want to experience by the Spirit, they would want to see and feel your Spirit too, that they would come to that point where they would meet with Jesus. I just thank you for the reminder we've had this morning, and I just pray, Lord, as we go from this place, that we would overflow with your Spirit.